the study of theology is the study of the word or the idea or the concept or the logic of God himself. Took me four years to read the Bible. I reckon I understand a great deal of it. Wasn't what I expected in some places. So I'm sad that we're not on the same page eschatologically. I wish Sam Storms and I were on the same page. Sam. So you believe in these kind of things? Let's just say I want to Well, I know where he was converted. He was converted on the toilet. That, I, I like that one. We're you would. To, you could say he was saying I was in the dumps, whatever. Just, well, which stall what? was he in? First John, second John, no, 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 third no, no, John. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let be careful here. He had bowel problems. He struggled with constipation. The argument among certain psychologists, he finally experienced relief with constipation. And in that moment of relief and deliverance, he suddenly... I wasn't getting that graphic. <laughs> he suddenly, you know, had this breakthrough discussion. And all of his fetid guilt, he released. Welcome to Theology Unplugged. This is Michael Patton. I'm here with Carrie and Clint once again. And Hello. we are uh, excited to bring you another broadcast and uh, continue our series that we started last week. And not only continue the series on questions that are from my Facebook polls that I've been doing, but uh, continue this particular question on uh, of judging uh, specifically. Can a Christian judge whether another person is not a Christian by their works. Hmm. And let me read the question once again. Um, this is the way I put it on Facebook. We never even told last week, you know, what the audience said, uh, or at least the numbers. But uh, can you judge who is not a Christian by their works? And I, I put not in emphasis. Not who is a Christian because... Because it is, it'll come out in a little bit, at least with me. I think it may be different when if you say, can you judge who is a Christian sometimes? Although, I don't know. I mean, uh, it, just with me, and I'll, I'll explain that later. In other words, when someone claims the name of Christ and is not living up to that name, in our opinion, do we have the right to assume that they are not believers and treat them accordingly? And I know, as we said last time, so many words loaded. I just look at this word, assume. That's a big word, too. Can we assume? You know what assume and, does, don't you? In, in our opinion. Yeah, what, what does I don't mean know that there, there's a place for that. Yeah, <laughs> so much to that. and You know, you know, uh, it, it's so funny whenever I, I, I think back to my days um, with Chuck Swindoll and uh, some of the things he would say on these issues. And, uh, he, you know, he was one big on grace, big grace guy, you know, grace awakening guy. Mm -hmm. and I remember one time he was talking about something similar to this and he was, this was during a sermon he said, if if you knew everything about the person sitting next to you and everything about everybody in here you would assume nobody's a Christian because there's so much crap in our lives that nobody knows about. And you know that the, sometimes that the the act of being real, you know, it it that's the thing that uh, is brought because I don't really know what's going on in a lot of people's lives. I don't know what's going yeah. on in their hearts. I don't know intentions. I don't know. I don't. I can't see like God can see. And so a lot of times when we look at this, this is what people look at and say. The reason why they would say no, we can't judge. 
Because who how are who are we to act like God? You know, the Romans chapter thirteen. Mm-hmm. Who are you to judge the servant mm-hmm. of another? By his own master he will stand or fall. Right. And so we look at the things like that and we say, mm-hmm. Well, we just back off and we don't judge and let's let's just live like one person said in the answers, she said, um, I just live my life mm-hmm. as an example. And I do not judge one way or the another whether a person is a Christian or not. But the difficulty is... Can she judge if herself is a Christian? I don't know. I don't she know. can hope for the best. No, I mean, if she doesn't judge at any person as a Christian, can she? how can she know that she is? Well, I think she was talking about anybody else. I know that. I'm judging. just saying, how, how can we know we are? I don't know. I, I wouldn't. That would be the next I question be to, able ask. to ask her. I mean, I I'm not asking ask her, her in general, but I'm saying in general, that could be the next question. Sure. That would be. Sure. Mm-hmm. That would dovetail. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like I said last time, the standard by which we judge ourselves is usually the standard by which we judge someone else. You know, I judge myself to be a Christian because I do this or I do that or I don't do this or I believe this, and then we'll say that about somebody else. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that at the end, you will reveal to us the numbers on that question that we've been talking about i'd be curious to know percentage wise i assume you have who voted assuming what way that you have that because you now of course you know are fast becoming the newest great pollster the poll or or, or, or as i, I said earlier I mean, Barna, Barna, no. Barna, Barna, Barna so, comes to my page to no he's the trollster out. he's trolling he's the trollster <laughs> so gallup Barna, Rasmussen, Patton. Yeah. <laughs> On the latest Patton poll. The new trollster in our time. Yeah, I'll be interested to hear it. But are we go- so so? Finally, are we going? Are, is somebody here going to solve this and answer this question no, 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 as to no, what no. the right we, we one gotta, is? We got to. We got to put. I, I think we put a couple of the pieces on the table. Well, can we answer the question? Uh, I think we can okay. answer it personally, and um, and then try to not publicly. Yeah, yeah. Try to uh, try to come up with some type of personal answer. I'll Subjectively, my person. No, what I'm saying okay. is, I'll give you my personal answer. Oh, we'll gotcha, gotcha. Um, but but I don't think we have all the pieces of the puzzle because, as we've said, uh, the difficulty lies in the very fact that the Bible does have passages. I think I think uh, the most difficult is the the um, passages about church discipline. Mm-hmm. And not just church discipline, but judging people. And whenever we're talking about in Roman or Matthew chapter eighteen, where it says, "Count them as a tax gatherer and a Gentile," whenever you're kicking them out of the church. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, it's like, okay, isn't that saying at least whenever you discipline someone to count them as a tax gatherer and a Gentile, you are counting them as an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. Someone outside the church. So scripture seems to indicate that we can have knowledge of it. Yeah. Am I right? Yes. Okay. I think a lot of people, though, automatically think with those kind of issues, they think, oh, well, um, what's the action? What's the deed they did? They're focusing on what a person might have done to deserve it. But those passages always focus on not on what the people did, but on their current present attitude what are they doing what is their are they repenting right so it's not the church sort of doing some kind of a uh, reading some kind of spiritual tea leaves to decide you really are one and you always were or you never were one they're just they're they're basing their reaction church discipline on you the person 
And if you, the person who is currently living in that, whatever, you name it, whatever sinful thing it is, if you, the person, are saying, I don't care, um, I don't think it's a sin, doesn't bother me, I don't feel bad, I won't repent, then it's, that's sort of on you. I mean, what, what else can the church do? You're, in, some way, in some ways, you're, that, that's tantamount to you saying, I really don't want to be a Christian. First mm-hmm. Corinthians 5.12, for what have I to do with judging outsiders? You do not judge those who are, um, who are, do you not judge those who are within the church? But those who are outside, God judges. Remove the wicked man from among yourselves. So if we're going to follow that, and it says remove the wicked man from among yourselves, here's the, here's the conflict that I have. It's like, okay, we got the piece of the puzzle here. We should remove the wicked man from among ourselves. But how do we judge who is which one's the wicked man? Right? I mean, which, which one of us is What do you think man? Scripture says to that? I, I don't know. That's my problem. That's my problem last time is I say, I don't know what... It, okay, please, Paul, go further. Please tell me right. what are the wicked sins. Well, you've already said... Hasn't he told us the wicked sins? Yes. Hasn't he given us a, examples but, of gross... He gave me one example. Well, of he gives other lists, too. Him being with his... Paul was a list maker. We can we can we can appeal he to was. his other lists. The parents, the wicked list, uh, liars. If you had gone list, to the grocery store, the Paul list. would have texted you a yes. list of things you need to buy, and they would have been categorized. But in, uh, each by vice list, they're not vice lists for this. They are not in the context. Yeah, of but this. so they are in the context of hey, why are you trying to act like those who are outside the church? Right to those who are inside the well, church. Well, clearly, you already said okay, who's the wicked man? Well, as you said earlier, when you were quoting. When you're recording Chuck Swindoll, who in his pa- who for so many years did provide a lot of insight <clears throat> for a living, the thing is, <laughs> you when you quoted him, obviously, in one sense, everybody's the wicked man. But that's not what that's not what he means there. He would admit that, and he assumes everybody gets it. Everyone's the wicked man in, in the in the general sense. But in the specific case, isn't it as I said, not just the person who did a wrong thing, but the person who continues unrepentantly i can't imagine any in any of the churches rebellious paul saying to somebody who whatever they've done even if they've done it like even if they did it five times in a row i mean to me the real question isn't even that the real dilemma i would have is is down the road from yours because i say well it's easy to judge who's repentant and who's not i mean that to me the repentant person who says um i i'm i feel terrible i shouldn't have done this and i don't want to do this again and you know all that then they're accepted back in. It's the person who says, get off my back, shut up, I don't care. That's the person you, you have to say, you're that's done. That's a big red flag. You're out. But my question is, and I because this isn't necessarily addressed, is how many times? Is there a point at which a person might play this game where they do commit some pretty egregious sins and then re- say that they repent of them, but they do it infinitely? Like they just never stop doing it. Uh, so for 30 years, can your church continue to say, okay, or is there, would there be a point at which even a repentant person, but a serially repentant person, I mean, we're all serially repentant because we all can, yeah. but I mean, I'm talking about something we might define as pretty egregious. You know, like, let's say that they keep seducing someone, in the, different people in the congregation, sleeping with them, well, that, and yeah. they do this for 30 years. At some point, are you going to say, even though you keep saying you repent, we just don't believe you anymore? Mm-hmm. And that may not be as cut and dry because how many times? 70 well, you, times 7? 
Well, How many times? At that point, though, you also have to employ other biblical principles. And, you, and as pastors and elders of churches, they're going to have to tend to their flock. And if someone like that, that's a great example. If someone is like for three decades is just a repeat offender and seducing women, married on, married or whatever, wreaking havoc on their spiritual well-being, he needs to be cast out for that too because now you've added another sin to it. So mm -hmm. if they're causing other people... Um, do you see what I'm saying? Because right. sin, that one sin starts to spread and then it, it has all these other consequences. Um, then I would say, um, you know, at that point, you're not, ultimately, you're not judging their soul because ultimately God does that, but you are judging, um, their, their present state. And then also the impact that it's having well, on wait, your right. congregation. You very important there. I mean, ultimately, you're not judging their soul. No, because God does that. But you're you're judging their present state. Is that is that a difference? I mean, can, I think can, it can, can you be. Say then, can yeah. you say then? No, you can't judge somebody as being because saying somebody. Jesus not a didn't say they are a tax collector. He said treat them as, as they are. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I agree. But but what, can I judge somebody who's not a Christian if they have the wrong confession? Uh, yeah. Like if they say, I hate Jesus. <laughs> I think, or that, you know, I don't believe in God. Yeah. Like an atheist yeah. Christian, yeah. Like, I mean, there are those. We used to joke about that in the theology program on the essentials list. Yeah. Well, yeah. first first one on the list is God exists. Right. Well, now, you know, in recent years, there's been atheists, an well, atheist they're, pastor they're, that they're believes Anglicans in Jesus. Anglicans who now yeah. are being allowed to serve as uh, ordained. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're atheists. Mm -hmm. But that, that says a little more about the state of but, Anglicanism. But, but, I, but I no, I do believe, because, again, I think aberrant belief ultimately manifest an aberrant actions or okay. aberrant belief could be born from aberrant behavior that we're, we're maybe it not can go both to. ways yeah yeah so, so so we're not really saying then you're not a christian well, i know you're not a christian I, we're just saying listen we're in a fellowship and this is a serious fellowship and and, and you you don't belong here yeah, we're not saying you don't belong. You're not a Christian. We're just saying you don't belong in this fellowship because you are. You're not you're causing strife. You're causing difficulty. You're, causing you're There's no indication that you are a regenerate person. I think that that's perfectly fair to say. There's a way to say it. You don't want to well, sound like a. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But wait I mean, a minute, wait a minute. you know, I, I think that's somewhat right. I mean, but but uh, maybe we're taking five or six steps away from the original thought, at least that I had, and that, that's okay though too. I mean, I like that, but. But here, here's my deal. Going back to my original thought is, you're you're in your own mind. You're thinking to yourself, you know, is this person a believer or are they not a believer? And what do I do about it mm -hmm. based upon my own thoughts? Well, it's like, do you discipline someone or do you evangelize them? Yeah, I mean, but that's but listen, difference. I mean, yeah, that's the right. deal. I mean, at some point, you got to be able to say, hey, I want to tell the gospel to this person, you know. I mean, it's easy enough whenever they don't have the gospel, they don't know it, they got the gospel wrong, and, and that that's easy enough. Right. But but what's difficult is whenever they get it right, and then they they live this certain life that you say to yourself, "Wow, this does not really." You look say to Christian yourself, "Like you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Yeah. Well, have they, I delivered they, this? Have they received well, no, the I'm gospel not they're in vain?" According to the law, I'm no, saying, no, no, I'm no. I'm, I'm not saying the law, a, but I'm saying that principle of. Yeah. 
Um, well, I'm the ultimate principle again, Paul was getting hey, at listen. in Galatians is, is has the gospel been delivered to you in vain? Are you believing this in vain? It's like, do you not truly believe this gospel? And I know that was <laughs> the wrong passage to appeal to ultimately, but the principle is, are these people not really believing well, here, the gospel? Well, here's sometimes what I'll do with my kids. And how is that evident? With my kids, right? My kids, you know, they all profess faith, obviously, you know, and some mm-hmm. are younger and whatever. And and they'll they'll do things in their lives where it's just they act like children. Somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. And I'm like <laughs> I'm like, why do you even call yourself a Christian? You know, I'll say that, or I'll say I'll say, do you think that you yeah, I, I, you really love God? I can tell. Okay, you know? and that and I'm being, you know being what? sarcastic. But you know what? And that's hey. God was sarcastic. But listen, that may not, who knows if that's right or wrong as a parent to, to, to approach that. And that's, but the thing is, it's right. the, it works. But, but, but what you're doing is absolutely right because that's a form of discipleship. Like that's prompting someone, it's prompting a fellow believer, someone who professes Christ, to think about how they're acting, to think about how they're thinking. That's the point of the theology program is or to you keep could, people to think rightly and also, or the discipleship program right thought right practice so we should constantly being exhorting one another like why are you you know and to reflect upon yourself and to reflect upon your your own belief and i know there's always well no be those but things. it's not there's your own belief be the... though it has to be what ultimately mm-hmm. i mean we're inclined towards that but we that in in itself is a sin well to there's reflect a difference on in, our own belief yeah, we need is, to f- reflect on what scripture is you saying you mean it in the right way yeah you, the motive is right you're not just um that's what every parent would mean it right it's like Every people's mamas used to ask them, you know, if they went to see a movie, they shouldn't say, "If Jesus came back, <laughs> would he? You want him to find you in that theater?" And no, because he would think that the director's horrible. And has a terrible. I always think, <laughs> yeah, but he can see, right? I mean, he knew, he knows I was there, right? He was Already. there with me. He just, but, it, but yeah. in the flesh. But I think that you That's know when funny. the people who suffice it to say, like you say, I mean. If you have a nominal Christian and and seasoned believers when they interact with them start evangelizing, I mean, that's a bad sign for you because that means they're looking at you thinking, dude, I, I think we got to start from square one. Grounds, yeah. But you know, you mentioned in the last uh, episode of this, you talked about lordship salvation, which is a phrase most Christians know. Yeah. And there was a time, however long was it ago, like 10, 15, whatever years. It was when about this, 20 years ago. I think everyone yeah. was talking about, but I almost came to the point where to some extent I, I I think I would say isn't isn't salvation isn't biblical salvation definitionally lordship salvation I am going to allow the men to speak on this I am not going to argue either way because a woman should stay no by the way your head is, isn't covered at this table right because this a, is a, a point of contention my head's now covered <laughs> i just pulled my sweater above well, my head I, I was not no. even really listening i was thinking about my next thought oh good well hold oh, it because really I, michael well, you I, never I, do that I was anyway a spirit has, has now entered me and come over me and it is i'll the, let you guys it is discuss the absentee this spirit of sam storms Okay. And now, if he ever heard this, he would be so nervous right now that I just no. I can tell you, he would next. He will. He'd be patting you on the back because I have an idea of where you're going to go. Depends on what I'm going to say. However, I'm going to use his words because I remember that he had something to say about this once upon a time. So allow me to quote the once upon a time man who sat in this circle, and maybe someday we'll find the time to do so. But here's what. Nevertheless, here's what he said, quoting Sam Storms. Saving faith is a working faith. This is part of where he's, he just Wait said. Wait a minute, it. you're quoting James. 
he just said previously, um, not you know, what yeah, the Sam Storm's translation of it. <laughs> he, he just says previously in his little blog here about how it's not. A, it's, I'm not talking about work salvation. He says the faith by means of which we are justified is the kind or quality of faith that produces obedience and the fruit of the spirit. In the absence of obedience, or in the absence of that fruit, in the absence of submission to the lordship of Jesus, there is doubt. Or notice, it's not a sure thing. But there is doubt whether the faith is saving. You know, and, and that that this is this is the way that I take things, just like that, because here here's kind of the way I, I look at some people, and and going back to my children. Hopefully, my, none of my children listen to this. Well, Caitlin's okay listening to this, but the rest, <laughs> hopefully, they don't listen. To Something this tells me come. your kids aren't running out to but, listen but, to your but podcast. There, there's, there's some of my kids where I can look at them. I say, I know they're saved. You know, I know they're believers. And other ones, I'm saying the jury's out. But but they, they, they profess faith right now, right? They profess faith right now, but the jury's out. And there's so many people out there. What are you seeing in their life? That the jury's out until somebody dies. Well, I mean, uh, uh, so many uh, people people's lives where I don't know. I mean, it, all Let I can the do jury is go with out, your, your confession. And my conviction about your own salvation is I don't know. It, it's kind of like I, I don't know anybody today that that just says i believe in jesus or i love jesus i don't know i do have to get to know you to some degree you know and, and before my conviction about your own about your salvation is 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 there i have to get to know you well, in a lot of different ways yeah now, but even i don't then, think you know i can ever come to the point where i say the jury's in and i know you're not saved the jury will never come in with a verdict to me by me that says you're not what, saved. can the jury ever come in where you say i know you are no, but I uh, well think it then, can be uh, much more assured, much, uh, as much as it can with me. Yeah, it's percentages, I, right? It, it I, mean, come in, I don't think it can come in with... It, okay, this is going to be crazy, but I don't think it can come in with the jury saying, I know that I'm saved. How? how then this goes back to what I said earlier. I if think I, I said it earlier. End, I'm saved. If, I, if I said Bingo. earlier, maybe in this podcast or the one before... Cigar. Um, how can we even know if we ourselves are saved? Yeah. What's in it? What's in? How do we know to examine ourselves to know that we're in the faith? How do we do that? Well, going back to the works deal, I don't think it's it's just the works. I think there's. I think no. There, it, I, I don't the, either. Here's the things. Here's I'm the asking things. specifically. Here's the, three, here's the four things that I, I look at. Okay. I look at, at yourself, number one doctrine, at ourselves. Doctrine. What do you believe? Yeah. Right? Number two, if I'm sitting down with someone and I'm trying to get an assessment. I'll, I'll immediately try to get an assessment of their passion or their love for Christ. Mm -hmm. And some people are cold, they're stoic, and I'm not going to be able to get that. I know that, all right? Mm -hmm. I, I know that people hold it in, and I can't judge them too much on that. But some people are like my daughter, Kylie, and it just flows out. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, you ask her a question, and her heart is on her sleeve. Mm -hmm. And I know what she. Well, that's just her disposition feeling. as a yeah. person, and, sure. and that's not all there is either. I mean, just because you have the doctrine right and your heart is on your sleeve, and I see all that, and I say, "Wow, look at that! She's got passion. She's like, Jesus is my everything." Or, or she'll say, "Listen, Dad, here's all this. Here, here's what I did with Jesus last night, and I don't know what I would do without Jesus." Da 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 da. da you know, and and your your conversation is about Jesus. If I'm sitting down with someone, they, you know, it's like pulling teeth to get them to talk about Jesus or spiritual things. And whenever they do that, it's like the first time they've ever talked about it. Jury's out big time, you know, jury's going to be out for a long time for that. But, but with, with someone who comes in and they they have the right confession, then they have passion, 
You know, they, they really have well, that, uh, that what you're getting at is an affection, some semblance of an affection that, yeah. for Christ. That's not enough. That's is, what, not is that enough. number two for you? Yeah. That, that's that number, number two. Okay, I'm number with two. you. I'm tracking. Then, so we're rolling so far. Let's see what else we got. And then after that, I'll come to the works and say, okay, you know, what do you do? I mean, that's 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 the smallest thing. With what me. do you do and, and what do you not do? Yeah, that's you the do. smallest thing, though, for me. Sure. Uh, as far as these so far. Because I don't know. I mean, how many times you go to church or what church do you go to or do you go to church? That That's less than say, you know, these first two. Mm-hmm. But it's important. You I know. agree. Um, and if you, how much do you give to the poor? Do you give? You know, there's so many things to judge. But, you know, you, you bang up a bunch of works and you're going you're gonna to be, the jury's going to be coming in a lot quicker. But here's, here's what does it more than anything else. And here, it's going to take a long time. Drum roll now. I know what it is, but go ahead. It's going to take a long time. I, you're going to come into me and you're going to say you're a Christian. And I'm not gonna go. Yeah, ho hum. We'll 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 see. I, I I'm not like that. I'm I'm excited no matter what. Well, you, well, you know, don't take a but, skeptical. Uh, yeah, sure. That's what you yeah, say. We, we'll, we'll see about it. You know, let me go. You know, yeah. So well, did Paul. Paul said he was a Christian. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll right. just see about just be that. Skeptical in of everyone's sense, profession. Sense, I'm gonna ask that person. I'm gonna say, lift up your shirt and show me your scars. You know, show me how beat up you are. Show me, show me what it is that that. Show me how you have persevered through. I want to hear your life, you know, and how your life is, how your faith is sustained through everything you've gone. They're through. suffering. Yeah, I mean, and it's and not well, everybody's been through some, a lot of suffering. Some, some are. God is some merciful to some nothing. people, and they don't. You know, but, but that is going to be the biggest indicator to me. Whenever you have all of these combined, and you're at the very end of it, on the you still believe why? Because he's all you got. Yeah, and, and and you may be barely hanging on, and you're like you don't you don't feel like you you're a great Christian, whatever. You know, you're you're broken, you're in pieces, but you got Jesus, and that's huge. I mean, because I'm like this part because here's me. I see so many change. I see so many profess one day, love going mission trips one day. I know. Love Jesus so much this time. And then what the heck happened to that person? What, what did you say? Well, it's just we, we, we have Hebrews to tell us about that. You yeah. know, the book of Hebrews to so where they tasted these. They even share in these things. But, you They're know. They're gone. They're gone. But, but I think, too, and this is another thing, too, to distinguish between a new Christian and even a seasoned Christian. This, uh, this kind of came to me uh, when you said, show me your scars. I think another thing is, is that the more that you grow in Christ, the more acutely aware you are of your own sin. Mm-hmm. That kind of goes into um, the question I'm asking, how can you know that you're sa- you yourself are saved? Um, now, I've been a Christian for 41 years now, right? And I, I sure you say I know exactly. It could have been you know last year that it got. We'll I really see about that I, exactly. <laughs> but I've been a believer for that long, and this is something that I because you know I do try to examine myself and, and the sinfulness in my life and the things and I will question like not question if God exists or question if Jesus is who He is, but whether or not I truly believe Him right mm. and believe that. But which I do. But the thing is. 
Um, I think this has been a, a grace that God bestows on on us as believers who've been believers for a long time. The more aware we are, acutely aware of our sin, and like the little sins. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and almost a lot of times it's even instantaneous. I think that's a good um, marker. And I think too, this goes into what you were saying earlier about lordship. And this, I know I said I wouldn't comment on it, but I do think that is tied into that. Like when people first become believers they're not stopping sinning and the lordship position doesn't say that it's just it says that they are aware of their sinfulness before god and they hate it you know and that and i think as you grow in christ you just hate your sin more and more and more and more and like owen john owen you know the with the mortification of of sin it's like you'll never mortify a sin it'll never be the you know mortified until you first hate it and i think that's that that's well i mean i'm not a big fan of owen but that's a really great it's a great class on it It was like that like like owen has a a big fan of the puritans earlier owen has a lot of problems but that quote is right it's spot on that 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 principle is that you're never going to be able to kill a sin until you first really hate it and i think that that's something um as a christian you and as you grow in christ your love for him grows and grows and your hatred of sin in your own life and in the other lives of people and then the hatred and the just the the principle the offense that it brings to god it grows and grows and grows um and it's a it's a good hatred it's a righteous hatred but um i think that that kind of in my own thinking helps me understand how i myself can be a believer is like that hate is, the hatred is, of is, sin you look at it even the smallest it's of the sins. evidence it's it's almost it's not just the evidence to other people to say hey look look how i persevered therefore i want you to know that i'm good it's the evidence to yourself yeah because we are fickle creatures and you can't if, if you're playing if if you are assessing your spiritual state only by taking your internal temperature how do i feel today where are my emotions today it's you're going to ride one uncomfortable roller, roller coaster. coaster. You're going to be nauseous all the time because you're going to go up of un- down. Of uncertainty. Constantly. Uncertainty, but, yeah. But I think what you're saying, if, if, you're, if you're always at least in the fight, if you say, whatever I think, here I am. I haven't laid down yet. I'm still fighting. I'm still battling, you know, like you said with Owen. And, the, and, and people, you know, like the, what's the meme people use where they, they've made this into a – uh, is it the mo- is it Owen when he says be killing sin? Or oh right, be sin be will, killing sin or sin be, will be, be killing you. Right, right. And if you say, look, at least every day, if you say, I get up, I'm still fighting. This sword's still in my hand, and I'm still going at it. I'm enduring. <coughs> That's the best evidence to yourself. That isn't you're it? Able, yeah, More, way to, better to than my feelings or that you are you know, in the faith. A lot of us grew up in churches where everything was very feelings oriented. So what would happen is a lot of people because everyone goes out into the world sins feels rotten about it and then figures what do i do and and a lot of people would basically observe a sort of confessional a protestant confessional sacrament where they'd go to church and they would talk to a counselor every week come down front every week do their thing every week and some some of them would say you know i think i wasn't a christian and now and now i am yeah but they'll be back in a few weeks and they might do the same thing over because they they don't in, they're not they're not um, looking at their life in those terms. They're saying, "How do I feel?" And so I was I was gone from church for three and a half weeks, and I did some bad stuff. Now I'm sitting here, and once again I'm listening to somebody talking. I'm reading this. There's this passage. So from I the, must be a Christian I, now because it's, it's a whole existential. Crap, now I feel bad and convicted, yeah. 
And so, because they're judging where they stand according to how they it's, feel. It's merely existential. It's nothing but existential. Not to, not to negate the existential right. component from the Christian life, because that's very important. But if it's merely that, and I would want to then say you're, to some people you're, who you're on come, shaky who, ground. Somebody comes down front every three weeks. You want to say to them, look, because people are worried, and, and this is one of the number one things people ask pastors all the time. Everyone's concerned about assurance. Yeah. I just want to be sure. I just want to be sure. And, and you know, I sometimes think you should say to people, the fact that this concerns you all the time and regularly is actually, it, it's not healthy that you be hung up on it, but it's a positive indicator because I think if you're non-regenerate, you're not going to care. That's a big deal. That's something I tell people that unregenerate people don't worry whether or not they're lost. They don't, they're not... Well, they're not, they're not, I, I think that's a good end. You're not, you're not like distraught over the f fact that, well, maybe you don't know Jesus. It's like. So you were gone for three weeks, but you showed up mm -hmm. and you're down here wanting to pray and everything. You're way better off than the guy who hasn't shown up for three weeks. And where is he today? Well, who knows? Yeah. He may not show up for well, you ever know, again. I, I, part of our, part of our tradition too, and I, I grew up Baptist tradition, evangelical tradition. That's Baptist. Number one. Number one <laughs> Number one, get a person saved. Number two, tell them they're secure. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's, right. I mean that's it. In it, those steps, and then you can, then you can move. I don't on know what kind of Baptist churches you went to. Uh, that was the last thing. Are, are you sure you know Jesus? Well, every no, no, Sunday, no, 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 you if know? you're not sure, if you're not sure, if you're not a hundred, if you can't stand up here and say I'm a hundred percent sure. Oh, yeah. and by the way, these are like this is actual quotes right I've there. heard preachers say, brother. If you're only 99% sure, <laughs> then you're 100% lost. <laughs> and that'll get, them, that'll get them down the aisle, though, see? Yeah. yeah. Because good Christian people with sensitive consciences yeah. don't want to be. Oh, yeah. I had chapel uncertain. every Tuesday and Thursday. And come on Tuesdays after the weekend, I wore jeans to the movie theater. And this is when I went to Independent Baptist well, High see, School. That's a different Baptist. No, uh -oh. no, no, no. But no, this is, well, I was liberal because I yeah. went to uh, Southern Baptist Church on, on Sunday. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, they would, you know, on Tuesday, did you wear jeans this weekend? Did you go to the movie? You yeah. need to check your heart. And I'd be like, and then they, you know, of course, well, are, are you doubting? Do you know Jesus? And my hand would be up maybe every other week. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I am. You know, I was in a state of flux. Well, of, you know, I, I think we, we've lost the idea of just keep the faith. You know, I mean, right. we, we say that sometimes, you know, keep the faith, brother. And we, we don't what it is is that that's a very biblical concept that's a very that's very much keep the faith it, it's you're getting ready you're getting ready to enter into a minefield a, a war a, a very all kinds of battles you're keep the faith you know that's the that's the first thing that you tell somebody you don't tell somebody you know um, there's no way you can lose it. You know, whatever else you, you may say, the security of the keep believer, it. you just say you keep it. Which is why, and, and by the I, way, I, I well, we, we, it, if, if you, we if do tell people believer, there's no way there's they no can way lose it. There's no way you can lose it if you're a true believer, but that's worthless. Well, no, right but now. the thing is, we gotta be, we gotta be very careful there because scripture does indicate that there's nothing that can remove us from the hand of God. So we, we need to balance that. We just need to be sure that, because we need to express to people. There's remove us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Right, the love of God, my bad, but yeah. Yeah, but so there is security, and we need to express that. Um, but it has to be tempered with, you know, um, how do you know you're secure? It has to be tempered with all of these things. You you are secure, but examine yourself to that to know that you're in the faith. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? God's not uncertain. You will be uncertain. Yeah, but that's that's the kind of 
creature you are. But again, certainty. Per, you know, see, that gets into a whole, actually, a whole well, podcast that we could don't do. Don't even say uncertainty. No, no, seriously, though. Here's the way I like to put it, there, and people put it this way a million times. There's a difference between security and assurance. And that's fine. And there will be. And as long as we tell people that, the, your, sometimes your assurance is not going to match up to your security. That's fine. I mean, your, your, your assurance is yeah. essentially your own epistemic <laughs> awareness yeah, of your, that, right. your state, the state your of your security soul. is the objective fact is that, that, that Christ that himself if, if has, you are in Christ, has secured you. Okay. If, he, if, he, I, I if he's in control of this, you got no issues. Yeah. If it's up to you, you're screwed. But I think that even when we talk about those who we think have gone out and are gone, like we said earlier, what about those we say... We don't say about, first of all, we don't say about them, they were saved and now they're not. That's kind of not the way we, we put it We have to say that they were never terms. of us because Scripture say, speaks that's about right. that. That's the correct way to perceive that and to articulate that. However, I still don't want to say that I'm fully certain that they're not because they're still alive. Who's to say they don't come around still, even after church discipline, even after they've gone? And, and I believe we can plead with them, as Christ so, himself so, would. And, so the jury's know? still out, even on, on the most yeah. helpless cases. On those we have cases. no idea who is reprobate. I'll say that, obviously. We have no idea who's reprobate. Uh, so we should eat, treat all people, or like in, in the sense of if someone's lost, do you know what I mean? Treat them this so basically like what approach we're saying, them in the with broadcast, the I gospel. I think we could all agree that we, all of us would agree that if you profess, or if you if you profess and you do don't believe in God, you don't believe in Jesus, you hate Jesus, you have no affection for Him, you're not a Christian, right? Right. Period. Sure. Um, but we then then we also profess that we personally cannot say for certain whether somebody's a believer or not. Right. Right. We all good with that. For certain, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's fair. We can have we can have an idea. I'm not hundred percent certain. We're sitting here right now, so so that's okay. So we can say stay there, but at the same time, I'm not hundred percent certain. Y'all are sitting here right now. I'm not upset. Just because just because we're not certain whether somebody is a believer, doesn't mean we can't judge their current status. You know, I mean, yeah. discern it right. and, and do it personally, you know, on a personal level or in a corporate level in the church, right? I think we can echo the warnings of Scripture for their own good to say, beware, take stock of your soul, bro, because look where you are. Be sure of your salvation. You better work it out with some fear and trembling. That's right. That's right, because a lot of the people that are out there and saying, it, it do would not be judge, sinful of us not to do, do not, that. The right. people that are out there saying, do not judge, they're, they're acting as if, you're judging for sure whether or not their what their st- state of their soul. Well, is. they're and acting not. as though you're. You, they're acting we're as though you're saying, condemning them to hell as opposed to discerning their spiritual state. And we state. know where, where they're at, whether they're in hell or not. I mean, we're just if they're hell bound or if you know what I'm saying. But we can obviously have some level of knowledge that people are hell bound. Definitely. I mean, otherwise, if we didn't, we wouldn't. We'd be or, muted. Or heaven, I, we I like, would be like muted. We would not speak, proclaim bound. the gospel to anyone if yeah. we didn't different have any. Different levels of heaven bound, maybe put it that way. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Annihilationist. Oh, well, Michael, I think you're going to be scrubbing the streets with a toothbrush. To be... <laughs> Brother, <laughs> you're annihilation level. bound. At least, at least I made oh, that. Lord. At least Ooh. the jury's in on that. There we go. We can. That can be a, an, another. You did a poll question on that, on annihilationism, didn't you? So. 
I don't know. Probably. I did it. I can't he doesn't even, even remember his polls, man. I can't even think of any more questions to come up with. That's how many poll questions. Michael Patton, Trollster. <laughs> All right. Do you have any percentages, by the way? Do you have any results? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can we hear? Oh, oh right. That was That's not, right. We're going a little bit over, here. but you know what? That's okay. Nobody cares about that anymore. I just want to know what people said. Um, okay, so the end, in the end, the two answers were, and the question is, can you judge who is not a Christian by their works? The first answer is yes, know them by their fruits. Wait. And then the second answer is no, who are we to judge? Yes, got 62%. Nope, you I, can't just, judge. I just vo- voted. No, oh, yes, nice. got 63%. <laughs> no, got 37%. Don't, let it, don't ever let anybody tell you your vote doesn't count. That's right. <laughs> I just changed it. Are to we a doing? Is this a popular vote or electoral college? Uh oh. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Or or is it even mattering? We'll see you next week, folks. <laughs> bye bye. The resources we have available. Visit us online at credohouse.org and browse over 2,000 articles on everything from the Crusades to gay marriage. Sign up for email updates and get the latest news, event announcements, and special deals before anyone else. Connect with us on social media. Just search Credo House on Twitter and Facebook. And you can always email us at theologyunplugged at credohouse.org. We want you to be part of the Credo community. Please partner with us in making theology accessible and pushing back the intellectual attack on Christianity. Thank you.